So I think uh, most of you know deacons keep both uh, feet planted in both worlds. I am, in fact, an ordained minister of the church, but I also maintain a job in the corporate world. For most of my professional career, I've been employed in the financial services industry where there's lots of risk inherent in that business. Giving financial advice, selling, trading, stocks and bonds, where the market will go up, down, all around. On any given day, you can win big or you can lose it all. Much like the two servants in our gospel today, I was a successful trader, aggressively attempting to double my investments. Currently, I chair a risk committee of a bank, a publicly traded bank, where we have to assess the risk profile of the organization. We're always constantly looking at interest rate risk, credit risk, cybersecurity risk, reputational risk, so on and so forth. Constantly assessing the risk-reward trade-off of our business decisions. No risk, no reward. If we take no risk, we make no money. If we assume too much risk, we can fail it all. It is a delicate balance. In the spiritual realm, it is no different. The gospel parable Jesus presents us with today presents us with a similar message. Are we willing to take spiritual risks with the gifts and talents that God has provided us with? Are we going to play it safe, bury our talents that God has given us, or will we take the risk to lovingly invest our talents in others so that we might double our investments? We all know it's a dilemma. There are challenges involved in putting ourselves out there It, in fact, can be very risky. We can be rejected and criticized. We can get hurt when we ask for forgiveness, when we attempt to right our wrongs, when we try to repair broken relationships. Being a follower of Jesus is not always easy. There's no assurance that we're able to reap the rewards of our investments of kindness and love with others. But to refuse to risk ourselves is to refuse to trust. To refuse to risk is to require an absolute certainty of knowledge in the future, the assurance that we will never fail. Jesus reminds us today that if we act with love, then it's okay 
if we risk and fail. This Sunday evening, we're being encouraged to live industriously, spiritually and corporately, not to offer excuses, not to be afraid or hold back or bury our talents, but to stay busy, offering our gifts in support of those in need, to trust and not fear in failure. Today's parable attempts to jar us out of any complacency we might have. At times, being a Christian, loving others, caring for the poor, the disenfranchised, can feel demanding and overly difficult. It can be simply easier for us to avoid that risk, to simply bury our God-given talents in the safest place we can think of, a hole in the ground. The characters in today's parable, the rich man, the master, is Jesus, who's going on a journey. His death, resurrection, and ascension. He entrusts all of his disciples, his servants, all of us with his wealth, distributing each according to their abilities. And the gifts he entrusts us with are absolutely tremendous. At the time of Jesus, a talent was a measurement of weight and the value of any given talent dispensed, determined, was determined by whether it was gold or silver or copper. Nevertheless, a single talent was a single amount of weight. It was substantial wealth. An example of a single talent would have been worth roughly 15 to 20 years wages of a manual laborer. So receiving just one talent was the equivalent of winning the lottery. It clearly demonstrates to all of us the abundant gifts that God bestows on all of us a vast and huge amount of not just money, but of grace and blessings. It demonstrates the great confidence in the enormous generosity God has entrusted with each and every one of us. In this competitive world that we live in, we might say, Why did that guy get five talents and I only got two? Why did she get two talents and I only got one? But the master is not showing favoritism in entrusting the servants with an unequal amount of talents. On the contrary, 
Jesus was sensitive to our various abilities. And he distributes gifts and responsibility to each and every one of us accordingly. Whatever we have been given, natural abilities, financial resources, spiritual gifts, we will someday have to give an account for the way we have used what we have been trusted to us. Only by taking the risk to invest these gifts, attempting to profit, if you will, for the Lord, profit for the Lord, will we fully be entered into the joy of the kingdom. It makes no difference what talents we may be gifted with or how many talents we have. Each and every one of us have been provided with some talent. And we must put that to work. Maybe in today's world, we're doubting that statement, questioning what we might have been given. So let me offer you just a brief quote from St. Pope John the 23rd. It's a beautiful statement. Whoever has a heart full of love always has something to give. I don't use a lot of quotes, but that one is a great one. Each of us has been given a talent by virtue of our baptism. We've all been given the spirit of love. And whoever has a heart full of love always has something to give. We can give a word of encouragement, a gentle hug, a humble act of kindness and mercy. During these challenging times, our world desperately needs all of our God-given talents. Don't bury them invest them, boldly share them, spread them in love with one another. If we do that, if we simply do that, then I believe God might one day say to all of us, just as he said in the gospel today, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, share in the Master's joy.